0: So welcome to the weekend sports fuss. February 24th, 2019, Sunday morning. We've got great lineup to talk about. We've got college basketball, two weeks left into the regular season. Games this weekend. There's been plenty of them. Myself, Chris Embry, we got Doc back here running the board for us, producing the show. Chris, how are you doing this morning?
1: Doing good. How you doing, man?
0: Doing good. <laughs> Watch any games yesterday?
1: Yeah, man. It was uh, it was a really good game by Kentucky yesterday. Uh, they took care of business without Reed Travis. Um, PJ Washington looked like an All American, and uh, they were hitting threes big time, man. It was a very good showing by Kentucky.
0: Finally, finally got some good. <laughs> home court shooting you know i've i've worried all year i've i've put on twitter uh kentucky shooting at home the last couple years has worried me because they're not a great shooting team at home which is odd to me and then i go back and look at it and i'm like they don't practice there they don't have you know they have game day shoot around that's it yeah. So, it's hard to get used to being at home. I mean, a lot of these teams around the country, they get to – their their practice court is their home court. That's right. So, finally finally had a little bit of a hot streak yesterday. And like like you said, P.J. Washington is just – I mean, he's having a year.
1: Yeah, he's he's the man. I mean, uh, he's in the zone right now. Uh,
0: Five out of eight from three-pointers yesterday.
1: He's leading the team in three-point shooting percentage. Yeah, I
0: believe he's finally – I think he's up over – I think he's thirty two out of sixty four, so right at fifty percent.
1: That's good. pretty amazing. Yeah, that that'll earn him some money. Yeah. Uh,
0: he keeps playing like this, he's playing his way into the lottery.
1: That's right. I mean
0: you got you got he's six eight, six nine, two thirty, seven four wingspan. I mean Yeah.
1: And very good on defense. He he does a lot of good things for you.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Then of course you had Louisville yesterday, which started out strong. 10 out of 16 in the first half, we'll go over those numbers and just fell apart in the second half again, which is something that you're starting to get used to with Louisville.
1: Yeah, I mean, 15 points in the second half, that is abysmal. I mean, you expect your star player to possibly get you 15-and-a-half.
0: At at home. Nonetheless, I mean, sometimes you can, when you're on the road, you may have a, a half like that when you're at home and you you shoot 6 out of 30 in the second half and two of those baskets came late. So technically they they scored four baskets in 17 minutes. Wow. I mean, I know I know Virginia's got some good defense, but it's not that good.
1: No, no. They looked very stagnant. They looked like they were just trying to hold that lead again and yep. lost it the same way.
0: Yeah, they did and and uh you know, Louisville, I think Louisville got outscored in the paint yesterday, 38 to 4. Wow. Which, you know, I'm always saying, like Auburn, you got all these teams that live and die on a three point shot. Right. Um, Louisville hitting 10 out of 16 threes yesterday in the first half set them up for failure because it's fool's goal because they don't really shoot the ball that well. That's right. And so they came out in the second half, hit it 2 out of 17.
1: Yeah, that's pretty bad. Um, you would think that they would try to move away from those jump shots and drive it to the basket.
0: Absolutely, I mean, you got Dwayne Sutton that can take a guy off the dribble, <clears throat> and that's about it. Jordan yeah. War is, is a spot up shooter. Every once in a while, he gets a good dunk, but he's he's more reliant on the on the three point shot. Yeah, uh, Christian Cunningham, he can get to the basket, and
1: you would think Enoch would be able to give you something down low.
0: You know, he's—I think he's settling. I mean, he shot a couple of three pointers yesterday. Why they don't run the high low with him? Other than oh, he, other than he and and Williams don't pass the ball. If you if if you had any kind of inside game, work it inside out, it would open so much more but them guys want to run the perimeter for some reason.
1: Yeah, their interior passing is terrible on that Louisville team. I don't know why they can't get somebody to get an interior pass. But, um, you know, they're definitely uh, – it does look like that Duke game may have shook their confidence to the point that they don't look like they can win close games.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, I agree. I mean, I think they're uh, – Not even
1: close games. They've got leads. Okay, yeah,
0: they was they was up ten at halftime yesterday. Yeah, and I just, I mean, I can I can understand blowing a ten point lead. Kentucky was up on LSU by eight it's at halftime, um, and I just I just don't think they're they're just not. I think they're hitting a wall because let's see, they got outscored what thirty seven to fifteen in the second half yesterday. I think they're two and five their last seven games.
1: That's terrible. So they're
0: hitting, you know. They kind of benefited from the early AAC, the ACC schedule. They've got they played Boston College, they played Miami, they played Wake Forest. Wake Forest. So they they you know they played the bottom tier, and now they're playing some guys that are on their level. Eventually, you got to win some of those games.
1: That's right, and they just cannot seem to beat Virginia. I mean, since Louisville has got into the ACC, I think they've only beat Virginia one time, I believe.
0: They've uh, they've lost eight straight games to Virginia. Yeah. So uh, I can't remember the last time they beat them. I know Rick Pitino couldn't beat them. Right. So let's see. Uh, we got some. I mean, I when I look at the numbers, I don't see how they lost this game. Um, Louisville centers were two out of sixteen from the field. That's, <laughs> and most of them being jump shots.
1: Yeah. Um, that's terrible.
0: Yeah, uh, and uh, Virginia's centers was thirteen out of nineteen, twenty six points and five blocks.
1: Wow! So I, I mean, they you, got dominate.
0: They did right there. But Louisville hit ten more three pointers than Virginia. Um, I just don't and,
1: and then they just shut it off in the second half. They didn't have any offense.
0: Virginia had one starter in double figures. The other four players that start for Virginia combined for twelve points. Three of their starters had combined four points. I just don't see how you lose that game by twelve.
1: Yeah, that's bad.
0: So anyway, so you you know, Louisville comes off the Virginia comes off the Virginia game, losing back to back games by double figures. They got manhandled by Syracuse by twenty on Wednesday night. Um they didn't play very well in that game either. I mean I think they end up shooting twenty five percent for the game.
1: Yeah, and then right after that game, Jim Beheim.
0: Yeah, a yeah, tragic accident. He was, you know, for y'all that haven't heard, Jim Bayham, which I'm sure you have if you watch SportsCenter at all, um, he was driving home a couple hours after the game, and there was a car that was in still in the drivers in the fast lane that either had a wreck, broke down, or whatever. So he, at the last minute, swerved to avoid it and hit one of the guys and killed him. Yeah. I don't know how he'd deal with something like that. I mean, he got out of his car. He used his cell phone to, you know, and stood behind the car to flash people, make sure they didn't hit it. Uh, he tried to render aid. He called, He did everything he was supposed to do, but something like that stays with you for a, a long time.
1: Oh, yeah. That's uh, definitely something that he's going to be working through for a while, and uh, they... Ah uh, canceled college game day, yep, and people
0: uh, questioning how he's how he coached yesterday. it's a tragic you know tragic event that happened Wednesday night, but he still owes it to his team he's he's got to coach his team, you know I mean them guy them you know you'll never get over nothing like that, but to be around people that care about you, I mean that kind of. He needed that. You could tell before the game, they did a moment of silence. Him and his wife were choked up. Yeah. So it ain't like he just is brushing it off to the side, like, oh, well, you know, he just, he, you got to, you got to stay in your everyday routine to kind of help you grieve and get over that. Oh, yeah. But, uh, once again, if you want to call us, the Louisville Combat Academy buzz, buzz line is at 384 1450. Um, to go back on on Louisville for for a bit before we jump to Kentucky, they've hit a They're they're in a slump. Um, I mean, their last two games they're thirteen out of forty nine on two pointers. Wow, twenty six percent. I mean, Syracuse. Everybody knows they play zone. You know, they try to put Sutton in the middle. He's one out of ten from the field. <clears throat> I would think. Why wouldn't you put somebody like Nora? Or yeah. Williams at the free throw line—somebody that could actually look over the zone and and dump it to cutters. But I don't know. I just you're I just,
1: also you know you're not getting anything out of VJ King. He's
0: he didn't even play yesterday.
1: No, uh, that's um that's terrible. What he's a junior.
0: He's a junior,
1: and he can't log any minutes McDonald's. against Virginia.
0: McDonald's former McDonald's All American, um. I think his <laughs> confidence is just shot. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he don't end up somewhere else next year.
1: It, it, even if he don't, I don't see anything p- coming out of his being on the team anyway.
0: No, not with the class they've got.
1: The think they got a top top five class right
0: now coming in.
1: They yeah, Louisville's got a lot of things to look forward to in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, they definitely have a very good recruiting class. Aiden Gahan's very good. Uh Samuelson. Samuelson. Uh, yeah.
0: They've got some guy they got some really good guys coming in and I just don't see where he fits on that team next year. Other than being senior leadership, but he's not really giving you any leadership now. Right. So
1: I don't uh yeah.
0: I don't know where he stands on that, but I mean hopefully hopefully he Because he's a good ball player and you know from everything I hear he's a good good teammate. He's just maybe it's not the right fit for him right now.
1: I well you gotta think he's had three coaches in three years, right?
0: Yeah, yeah it's hard to yeah. So it's hard to do. Yeah. And that's one thing well that would keep me from saying he would transfer because then he'd have four coaches in four years.
1: Yeah. Right. That that's a crazy um you you can't expect that when you go into your college career. No,
0: not at all. I mean it's almost like when Stoops first got to Kentucky They had three offensive coordinators in four years, and it's kind of hard to get any kind of offensive stability like that. That's right. But on to Kentucky, first we'll go to the Missouri game. They played real well. They started out great. Early second half got up by 20. I think Reed Travis went out at, uh, what, 16-minute mark or something like that.
1: I was uh, um – Kelton Johnson falling back on his leg.
0: The worst two-on-one break I think I've ever seen by Kentucky. I think I think Kelton Johnson and Ashton Hagens ran, ran into each other seven times on a two-on-one break. Neither <laughs> one of them could decide which one was getting the ball. And when Kelton went up for a layup, I think I think Ashton was guarding him. <laughs> and then once they missed a layup, Reed tried to get down there and clean it up. And, and Keldon, you know, Kelton spends a lot of time on the floor. Yeah, and I think he just fell into his knee. It was it was a freak accident. At the time, Kentucky was up sixteen or seventeen, and then they went to stall ball because Cal was just like, "Let's get out of it. We can't afford any more injuries." Yeah. So he went to stall ball, which is something I hate. When you get up by twenty, I hate when when teams do that. No,
1: you gotta. I think you gotta turn the heat up. Actually,
0: yeah, because you lose all, once you lose that momentum, and the team cuts it to six or seven. Right. It's it's hard to get that energy back up and, and and I mean once I think when Reed Travis went out, Kentucky gave up sixteen second half offensive rebounds.
1: Wow. Once he went out. That's right. I remember, yeah.
0: Yeah, they got abused on the glass in the second half. Uh people that think that Kentucky after yesterday's game is better than better off with Reed Travis out. No. It is fool's gold. No,
1: but you know what? The good thing is, uh, we're getting experience with other backup players while he's out. Yeah. And, um, I, I think there's going to be positives from this because, uh, they're going to be needed in the tournament, I would think.
0: Yeah. I think yesterday's game, well, let's not get off Missouri game. Missouri got one guy, Tillman. They've got one guy that can kind of body people up inside. Um, uh, they were more of a guard-laden team, so that didn't hurt them with Reed Travis. Other than giving up a bunch of rebounds in the second half when the game was out of hand, anyways. Um, what's the little guard from Missouri? Um, He's kind of dirty. He's kind of a dirty player.
1: Oh yeah, I know who you're talking about.
0: Remember, he stood over Reed Travis in the first half. Yeah, and and killed. Uh, it's P-J- not
1: Tillman, no. was it?
0: PJ Washington pushed him. Geist.
1: Geist. Okay. PJ
0: Washington pushed him about – six feet. I'm surprised he didn't get a technical for that.
1: Yeah. So it was a uh, chippy game, man. There was a lot of dirty stuff going on.
0: And that's Quanzal Martin. Yeah. That's his team. He was like that they was like that at Tennessee when he was there. Uh Cal, nobody watches ball games. Yeah. Nobody watches Cal games, so nobody knows if he did it there or not. Um he's a hard nosed defensive coach. I wouldn't say he's a dirty coach. He just he's one of them guys that he's gonna grind you to death.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, there's, he has the philosophy that they can't call all the fouls. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, so they will keep the pressure on. They will log up some fouls, but he knows they're not going to call all of them. So.
0: Yeah. Cause, I mean, they had a chance to win at Florida yesterday. They was up the entire game, end up losing 64 to 60. Wow. But, but they did the same thing there. They, you know, they muddied the game up. Um, and I guess whatever it takes to win. I just I'm not much into that style of score sixty points or less, and we'll try to beat you. No, it's ugly. That's why I don't think Tony Bennett could work at Kentucky.
1: No, it's uh, you know, it's the same reason why everybody was tired of Toby Smith. Yes. Right.
0: Every year, it was like the 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 new saying. Every year, Toby Smith. Oh, we're running this year. Right, You've got the guys on the team to run this year. You was here, you was here nine years, and you didn't run one time. Right. So I don't, I don't know. I just, <laughs> I just think it's. Tubby Smith is the one of the all time. I mean, I watched a game the other night at High Point. You know, he's that's he's at it yeah.
1: Oh, They're terrible.
0: I, I just don't understand. <laughs> it's it's about time for him to call it a career.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's got a championship. Yeah. He, He's not in the Hall of Fame, though. No. Do you think – I don't think he deserves <sighs> Hall of Fame, do you? I don't know if he, he only – he Hall. never had another Final Four or anything.
0: No. No, he's had one Final Four, one championship. Uh, he was the king of Elite Eights at Kentucky. I think yes. Four Elite Eights.
1: And Marquette was our nemesis.
0: Marquette. <laughs> they lost a one to Michigan State. Yeah. Uh, he goes from, you know, people saying that – Tubby was fired to Kentucky. He wasn't fired to Kentucky. He was told to change his coaching staff.
1: Yeah, he had a very boring coaching he, staff. He
0: had uh, Reggie Hanson, uh, Scott Rojo. Scott Rojo. Yeah. and and he said no, he couldn't replace his coaching staff because he's loyal to the oh, guys.
1: And didn't he have Saul Smith?
0: Saul Smith. Um. I don't know if Saul Smith was a full-timer then. I think he became a full-timer at Minnesota. Oh, uh,
1: did G.G. Smith ever coach? No. No. I think he
0: did one-year grad assistant. Um, but what bothered me about Tubby was he said he was loyal to his assistants, so he wasn't firing them. But when he took the job at Minnesota, he didn't take one of them with him. <laughs>
1: Exactly. So <laughs> you're not that loyal yeah. to a certain degree. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he wanted to get paid to leave. He he made a lot of money.
0: Well, he knew his time was up. Yeah. I mean, like everybody. said. And then we
1: fell right into the Billy Gillespie era that was the a guy, tragic, the guy disaster. that
0: had one good win. I blame Louisville for that. <laughs> you know he beat louisville wasn't sweet 16 yeah and for they were Texas like, hey, let's, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and hire this guy so louisville that's your fault that we but ended up
1: with this guy. me and you were there when he was announced the head coach
0: that's embarrassing don't tell anybody that
1: <laughs> and you know what's funny i knew he looked like he was overwhelmed that day
0: you know he started crying remember we drove <laughs> we drove down there to his and it was kind of packed down there yeah it was and he started crying he's like i'm so emotional right now but i let, come to find out later they said he that day he took the uk job he called texas a&m and wanted to come back
1: damn they, they
0: said no <laughs> <laughs> that right there should have told you something was up.
1: he knew he was in over his head
0: yeah and uh he ended up being what 40 and 27 um they should have fired him on the spot when he lost to Gardner Webb.
1: Or then when he was const- constantly drunk, you know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was it was it you and I that was at the game, and we was down on the floor, and somebody said, will you take a picture of me and Gillespie? And they gave me the camera. And then after I took his picture, I tapped him on his shoulder, and he looked at me like he was so upset because I touched him. <laughs> that wasn't you. This was with me? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I like. I was like a good game coach. I tapped him on the shoulder, and he looked at me like, "Why are you touching me for?" And I, <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, this ain't gonna work." <laughs> so, anyways, I'd like to forget about those two years. I um, Can't believe you brought up us going to the press conference. It's embarrassing. <laughs> but uh, so we'll go. We'll, we'll go on to the um, the next game. Uh, the U.K.-Auburn game from yesterday. Very good very good showing. I mean, they, they played well. They hit shots. Um, they was up 33 points at one point.
1: Did they look like the best team in the country yesterday? They
0: looked like, let's see, Virginia's second half yesterday put them up there. They looked like one of the top three teams in the country. I say you got Duke, you got Virginia, and you got Kentucky right now. Gonzaga is good, but.
1: I think Kentucky would match up good with them, though, if they were to play them.
0: I think they would. That uh, uh, the center they got. Yeah. I don't know. If Ree Travis is back, then yeah. But the guy can go inside out. He's a very good player. But other than that, I think they match up real well. Gonzaga. Has to their schedule is just so bad.
1: Oh yeah, all all they have is some non-conference games to really boost their you know their uh, strength of schedule. Yeah,
0: they got a win over Duke. Um, Yes, but
1: speaking of, we're gonna have to talk about Zion Williamson
0: blowing out of his shoe.
1: Yes, and how. Should that shoe go in like the basketball hall of fame? No. <laughs> no, I'm just I right. think I, I think I think people
0: I think people are getting on Nike saying it was their shoe. But the guy's going full speed, 285 pounds guy. He could have he could have been wearing Pro Kids and his foot would blow him out. <laughs> so I think they're overblowing it a little bit. Um did you see Puma try to throw shade at Nike during the game? No. So Puma put a thing they since deleted it saying uh, that wouldn't happen if he was wearing Pumas <laughs> on their official Twitter account and somebody somebody replied said it's because nobody wears Pumas. <laughs> 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 of course it's not going to happen nobody wears Pumas yeah. except Kevin Knox and his Puma contract.
1: Hey, if it's getting you paid you're going to wear them.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I think Nike's going to offer Zion a lot of money. they
1: have to sign him now because if he goes anywhere else, it will constantly be about how Nike's shoes can't hold up.
0: Yeah. I I mean, I don't know who else would would he sign with. Reebok's not a big name in the game anymore. L.A. Gear. L.A. Gear. (laughs) Uh, Big baller brand. Yeah. (laughs) Big baller brand. No doubt. I don't know. I just – I just – I mean – there's been like six or seven guys signed with Puma this year. Um, yeah,
1: I know it's, and I've seen those shoes. They're very vanilla.
0: Yeah, so I I I think I don't know. I think it's it was overblown, but um, yesterday I think with Reed Travis out, I think uh, Nick Richards and EJ Washington, It was it was a good matchup for him because Auburn shoots a ton of threes. They've got Austin Wiley, which is trying to work his way back into the rotation from injury. He's a banger, but he's not – his stamina is not up yet because he didn't play a a whole lot yesterday. Uh, But uh, Travis – I mean, uh, Nick Richards and EJ Montgomery combined for 10 points, 10 rebounds, six blocks, and three steals.
1: Very good showing. That'll work. Yeah. Um,
0: You don't need them to score.
1: Right. And they both bring a different angle, you know, to the their position. Um you know, EJ Montgomery can hit that mid range and that three point shot. Yes. And uh Nick Richards is the best, you know, uh down low defender we have. Yep. Uh, block shots, very good. Got the biggest hands of a human being I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, yeah. I thought Rondo's hand was big. That one looked like yeah. a cartoon, like a fake hand. You
0: know, Andy's a good free throw shooter.
1: Yeah, he you would think so 70. with that big old mitten. Yeah,
0: you know he shoots over seventy <laughs> percent. You know, on the season, which is actually pretty good for a, for a center. I think I think Nick is. I think he's starting to get it. He's not. He's not even close to reaching his regions. People forget he only played basketball for three years before he got to Kentucky. Yeah. I think he was a big skateboarder.
1: And I think he's fine with coming back to Kentucky. He he looks like he's not in a hurry to get where he's going yet.
0: And he's dating a volleyball player to play for UK. Right. So so I think he's – yeah, I I think he'll be back. Uh, You know, Cal just wants – Cal rides him hard because he knows what he can do. Right. Um, But if – like Cal said yesterday, if the light ever comes on for that guy – watch out uh
1: what do you think about calipari's comments about uh, the recruiting changing with the fact that uh they're pushing to get players to go straight to the nba again
0: i think he's i think he's fine with guys going straight to the nba uh because he, the guys that he want but, but the thing is let we'll go into this later deeper later about that because i got feelings on that let the guys go into the league, but don't hinder them from when it's time for them to leave. Like don't say if you go to college you gotta stay two years. Right. Because kids can kids can develop. You you know game. what's
1: gonna happen. Uh Calipari will instantly go to getting players reclassified mm-hmm. to where we still have one and done's. Yep. That's what's gonna happen. He's still gonna have one and done's He's going to uh, get these players to reclassify and they're going to play their senior season of high school in college. Yep. That's what's going to happen. Uh he he's always ahead of the game when it comes to rule changes and things like that. So I I know he's uh he sounded very confident about it yesterday. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and, and you can see now he's kind of adjusting to it anyways. Some of the guys he's going after are not the top 10 guys or top 20, 25. Right. Because, um, I just think the game's changing, and he he's starting to realize. That's right. Know, keep Keep. I mean, what? Keep these guys around. I mean, Cal. You don't think people people trip me out saying that? Well, he gets all these one guys, one and done guys, and he for, he forced them to the league. People don't think he wants to keep Anthony Davis for two years, Carl Towns for two years. I'm yeah, like, it's, he'd love to keep it's ridiculous.
1: Guys. But he does not hold players back like Rick Pitino did. Yeah, I mean, right? He, I mean, Rick was trying to hold back.
0: Well, he wouldn't play guys. Was Who was
1: he first. trying to hold back?
0: Donovan Mitchell.
1: Donovan Mitchell, and he's like one of the most explosive guys in the NBA now.
0: He cost Russ Smith millions of dollars for, but he's you know Russ had a great junior season.
1: Yes. He should have left then.
0: He should have left then, and, and Rick Pitino said, you need to learn how to be a point. I'll let you run point your senior year, and he didn't run point, but not even a third of the season. Yeah. And it cost him a lot of money. Um, But anyways, you know, we'll get into that recruit, because I, I have a I have two different viewpoints on that, but we'll go ahead and take a quick break, uh, and we'll come back on the other side and give us a call at Louisville Combat Academy Buzzline, 384-1450. We'd like to hear from you, and we'll be right back.
1: This episode of Weekend Sports Buzz was brought to you by Louisville Combat Academy. Led by head coach Adrian Jenkins, they feature the largest stable of active MMA fighters in the state of Kentucky. If you want to learn to defend yourself or just to simply get in shape, give them a call at 502-541-2773 or check them out on Facebook or in person at 10105 Dixie Highway.
0: Welcome back to the Weekend Sports Buzz, the second hour of our show today, bringing you college basketball, because that's what we do. College basketball is what runs this area. Um, Remember, give us a call in at Louisville Combat Academy Academy Buzz Line, 384-1450, 384-1450. Going back on our uh, basketball talk, did you watch any of that Tennessee LSU game yesterday? Yes, you know it was it was it was kind of an impressive win for LSU because they was without Tremont Waters. He was sick yesterday, so he didn't play. Uh, they end up going into overtime. LSU won eighty two to eighty. I don't know about that last call to end the game. They call a foul on Williams
1: oh, eighty I've seen it. feet from the basket. Yeah, but you know what? He ran into. Oh, it. Oh, it was
0: a foul, but it's a hard call with five tenths of a second left in the game. I mean, um, typically, you. typically, I mean, I guess depending on the fish, Aiden, some officials will let it go just because it's so far from the basket. But
1: If he would have made enough contact to where he could have fumbled the ball away, I could see. I mean, uh, but, yeah, it, it was definitely a foul. It wasn't an intentional. He was going for the ball. I don't know why he was – it would have went into overtime. I don't know why Grant Williams was so – Oh, yeah. Uh, it was a bad play by him. Yeah. Um
0: he's my new He's my new guy that I think should be on Duke's team. Grant Williams. Yeah. The guy f- stays on the floor ninety percent of the game. And eighty five percent of the game he's not being contacted very hard. Yeah. I mean the Tennessee you know, I haven't been here in a couple of weeks. The Tennessee Kentucky game a couple of weeks ago. It was a lot of flopping in that game from him.
1: And they got dominated. Oh yeah, they yeah, they it wasn't down low. <laughs> oh yeah. And you know what? Think how bad they dominated us last year, right? Yeah, at And you know what? I don't know if they as much
0: dominated Kentucky because Kentucky was in the game at halftime at Tennessee and PJ Washington got hurt and didn't play the second half. That's I right. I think they end up losing by 11. Uh, then when they, we played and at home last year i think they hit a last second shot and won yeah so it was actually a good game
1: um i seen uh a game from last year they replayed it mm-hmm. uh right before they played uh LH, or before they played tennessee i believe it was mm-hmm. and last year's team compared you know pj washington of last year versus this year's two different players totally
0: different totally yeah. different and of course, Kentucky went and got them in the SEC tournament championship game. Yes. So, uh, Tennessee to me is a really good team. That, when uh, they're not going up against great talent. That,
1: what is it? Jordan Bone. Yeah. Very good player. Very good. Uh, one of the top guards in the SEC. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, they've got uh, they got some other guards that are pretty good. You know. Admiral they, Schofield, automatic from the elbow.
0: Yeah. Sunshine, automatic. Really good player. Kentucky took him out of the game. Um, they have benefited from a good SEC schedule. Yeah. I mean.
1: What do you think about Rick Barnes?
0: I think he's a really good coach.
1: Um, you think he's ever going to get a Final Four? The guy couldn't. Go to the Final Four with Kevin Durant. That's what I'm saying, man. I don't know. And didn't he have no? He that's right. He had left already. I was thinking Mo Bamba. That's
0: no. He didn't have Mo Bamba. Uh, No. But he had he had some great talent at Texas. Um. Oh yeah. I think he was kind of forced out at Texas, which I think. Didn't he? He had that point guard Ford. Yep. Yep. They had Ford. Uh. They had a lot of point guards. I mean, they was really good. He was forced out, and now that they got Shaka Smart, they, they're they kind of regretting that decision. Shaka yeah. Shaka has shown that he's a really good mid-major coach.
1: Right, who caught lightning in a bottle that one year. And went to Final Four with VCU. Yeah.
0: Um, But Rick Barnes, I mean, I like him. He seems like a nice guy. They run decent stuff. Um, But to win the big game, he hasn't shown me he can do it yet. Right. I mean – Kentucky's, Kentucky played Auburn twice. They played LSU. They got to play Tennessee twice, Mississippi State twice. Uh, most of the top teams, they played twice.
1: Don't we normally play the uh, South Carolina twice? We only played them once this year. We only year. played them
0: once this year. I think we might have played them
1: once last year. We went to South Carolina.
0: But Yeah, we usually play them twice. But Tennessee plays Auburn once, LSU once. Mississippi State once, so they benefit from the schedule. Now, now their schedule is getting like they go to Ole Miss
1: this week. We'll that see. should be a good game. It should be. I think Tennessee will get them because Ole Miss is, and they're coming off of back to back losses. Right? Is Tennessee coming off? No, they beat uh, Vanderbilt. Oh, okay. Before that, that's right.
0: Vanderbilt, they kind of fell off a little bit. Once they lost Darius Garland, their season was over. Yeah.
1: Um. That semi uh, situ guy is pretty good.
0: You know, I thought he was until I seen him play. <laughs> you know, they, they
1: don't run anything for him.
0: Um, they what do?
1: Yeah, I don't.
0: He looks like he's hasn't played basketball very, very long. He wanted to go to Kentucky. Cal didn't offer him. Uh, they just they don't use him, right? I mean, he's got a great spin move, but he don't get the ball. And they got two guys that shoot shoot every shot for him. But I don't know. I don't know about Bryce Joe as a coach. I don't either. Seems like a good guy. But, you know, this is his second year. Give him some time. He, he
1: seems to be recruiting all right. What about Will Wade? He's very good. Um, He's also a dirty recruiter, right? Seems to be. <laughs>
0: <laughs> seems to, I mean, they say they got him on tap, you know, but I don't know. We'll see in April when the trial goes on and they've released some more stuff, but he's got them I think twenty two and five right now. Twelve and two tied for the first and, you know, actually they're them, Tennessee and Kentucky are twelve and two from you know tied but, first, but yeah. LSU you know if season ended today, LSU would win because they beat Tennessee and Kentucky. But um I thought they were a year away from really showing their talent
1: but they're He's done it. a good job with this team. Absolutely. Um, don't they have a player named Smart on that team? A guard. Smart. Yeah. That that kid's very good. One of the best guards at, uh, in the SEC. Yeah. Um, uh Most definitely. What is it? Nas uh, Little. Nas, 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 Nas Reed. Is, I mean. You uh,
0: know. You know. He didn't hit a shot yesterday. Wow. So you go. You go from having Tremont Waters not playing. Your best inside guy didn't hit a shot and you still win the game over Tennessee?
1: That's pretty good.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. I mean, they've got Kentucky's got four. They got Arkansas coming to town Tuesday. you know. Arkansas lost at home to Texas A&M yesterday.
1: So, yeah, we're going to handle them.
0: Yeah, I think they're 14 and 13 on the season now, Arkansas. How long does Mike Anderson have left?
1: I don't know, man. He's he's not been doing good. Um uh, he's still sore from losing Malik Monk. I think, no. <laughs> I think he should have been gone two years ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, how many teams do you think we're going uh, to the, – the SEC, you know? I say – Jolen already says eight.
0: I see seven. Because yeah. I don't know how you put Alabama in maybe. They've uh, got some good
1: wins. Or Florida. They beat Kentucky. Yeah. They beat – um Somebody else good, I forgot who it was, Mississippi State. But they w- also
0: lost at home to Texas A&M. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, so, at least you, say you're at least, thinking at least I'd say seven. seven. I'd say you got Kentucky, Tennessee, LSU, Mississippi State, Auburn. Um, they're saying Florida's in now at 16 and 11. they got some decent wins. Um, Ole Miss, they've got Ole Miss in.
1: Yeah, so that's uh,
0: it's seven. I think, I think Alabama and, I think Alabama and Florida, are be the two that I'm hesitant to put in.
1: Yeah, both of them have a shot to make it, though. Yeah, oh, absolutely.
0: Um, I was looking over this stat earlier. Kentucky has won thirteen of fourteen. Okay, three of their losses or last-second losses. All right, five total points and three losses. Wow. So So they're five total losses. Four losses. Yeah, they got four losses. They've got three of their losses is five total points on last-second or miss shots from having a 26-game winning streak. Wow. Because they lost on a a double-clutch three-pointer to Powell from Seton Hall. They're a missed three-pointer away from beating Alabama. Yep. And then a basket interference call from LSU.
1: Yeah, that – see, Kentucky actually only has three losses. Come on. They admitted that they the rule is fallible, uh, that uh, that was basket interference, and they couldn't overturn it. Uh, now, how do you fix that? You, you have to make that uh, – Reviewable and changeable. But when? The last two minutes of the game. Yeah. I
0: I go back and forth because my biggest beef is if you can go and – it's a judgment call. If you can go and review someone being in the arc on a block charge. Right. The thing is that I would be concerned about is them calling everything basket interference the last two minutes and going and reviewing every single – Basket interference.
1: Uh,
0: now, if it's not back, if Usually,
1: it's, if it's a close call, they're going to review it anyway. Yeah, right? but, if it, but
0: if it's not basket interference,
1: do you go back and... No, you don't have, to, have to make it just for basket interference. What I'm saying is you lump it in the basket of things that can be overruled by video evidence. Uh, so, I just think that uh, they need to make that... Uh, Think of all the things they can change yeah. that if if it's not called yeah. in live action. Uh, you've got to make that, you know, uh, be able to call that after you witness it on the videos. I think that
0: you should only be able to review it if it's called basket interference. But if you don't call it and the coach wants you to look at it,
1: then you'll have coaches looking at it, wanting to look at every. They're going to look at it anyway, though. I mean.
0: Yeah, you would think. I, I,
1: so, you saying it wasn't basket
0: interference? Oh, I think it is. I just don't know how you fix it. I just don't know how
1: you determine when you look at it and when you don't look at it. Um, yeah, pretty much, if it's a bang-bang play, it's going to be reviewed anyway. Yeah. So I guess
0: I agree with that part. Um, I had somebody bring up to where they thought you got one challenge a game. Coaches get one challenge, it's like to do NFL. I
1: remember them talking about that. Yeah,
0: but when do you know? Uh, I don't know if I agree. I don't know if I would
1: like that at all. They go to the monitor enough already, yeah. don't they?
0: I mean, I was watching the Tennessee LSU game, and I bet they spent twenty five minutes. They reviewed ten plays. It's too many.
1: Yeah, it, it definitely length, lengthens the game. Yeah, uh, wait, you know, and. These announcers they go bonkers, you know. Dick Vitale and Jay Billis both go crazy when yeah. it
0: when they review too long. Yeah, yeah, and and I, you know, officials have a hard job. I mean, it's you're a little biased though, right? Uh, a little bit. I mean,
1: you are a, an official.
0: Yeah, but I just think they have, you know, there's a, there's a lot going on during the game, and you're not going to get every play right. Um
1: so you're saying you don't deserve a death threat every every call, right?
0: <laughs> no, I think I think, <laughs> I think people kind of take that a little too far, but
1: absolutely. That's why there is a shortage of refs in high school sports absolutely. right now. You've got the parents going crazy on these refs that are just making a very minimal amount of money doing what they're doing. You didn't know.
0: You didn't know everybody's kids
1: are going to the NFL. <laughs> that's what they think. <laughs> that's what I've been told. They view their kids as an investment, and they yeah. want they they want to squeeze every bit of equity out of their kids. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which is, <laughs> which is
0: fine, but you know, that's why you got to have selective hearing. You
1: know, yeah.
0: The, I rarely hear fans yelling at me on the field because you're so focused on doing your job. You really don't pay attention to
1: that stuff. Plus, you're legally deaf. No, I'm just kidding. no I'm messing <laughs> I, with you. You know there. what?
0: I uh, probably am. Yeah. I don't no, know. No, no, no.
1: <laughs> uh, you you have to have selective hearing, man. I know what you're saying. Yeah, There's yeah. way too many uh, crazy uh, people. You know, come on. It, it's a little out of hand with yeah. some of these people.
0: Yeah, you know, and 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 people always like the coaches get on. You know, the coaches like to get on the guys working on the sidelines yeah and you know they always say you know i'm not trying to give you a hard time i said that's all right you know i got selective hearing and they be like i oh, do you i said yeah that's my wife <laughs> you know exactly <laughs> she'll tell you i don't hear hardly half the stuff she says <laughs> but anyway so that we'll wrap up the second hour and, and uh and we'll take your calls this the second hour on the louisville combat academy 384-1450 give us a call back and we'll talk to you at the top of the hour Welcome back to the Weekend Sports Buzz. Gary Love, you can follow, follow me on at Scouting You. We got my man Chris Embry, and we got my man Doc back there working the board for us, keeping us on the air. Chris, how do we fail to mention Robert Kraft getting locked up?
1: Well, <laughs> Prostitution. I don't think he was arrested yet. I don't think he was arrested. He's just charged. He was just charged. Charged. And this supposedly happened before they went to the Super Bowl. This this was a sting that was, uh, yeah, before the Super Bowl. So, and where was that at Florida? Yeah. And isn't that where Kelly Patrick is this
0: this weekend? Yeah. You and think, you
1: know, was he involved? I. Uh, You never know, man. He's Uh, kind of wild. uh, Yeah, I could see him um, thinking about – I don't know, man. Him and Steve Driver, neither one of them were
0: with us Now, Steve –
1: yeah, yeah, come on now. Steve. I don't know. We'll
0: have to to tune in (laughs) next week see if them guys made it back. I don't know.
1: Um, No, but uh, what is up with these people that are well off using this really – Seedy, nasty. I don't know. It's man. It's crazy. But you I'm know.
0: A, but you know what? It don't surprise me. Did you see him up on stage dancing with them girls, Robert Kraft?
1: Yeah, he is a, a horn dog,
0: right? <laughs> he's a wild child. It looks like. I don't know. He just.
1: And he but, and he's like seventy, right? Oh, at least. Yeah. At least.
0: And, and they said he's not even the big name guy.
1: They, so, uh, oh, there's another billionaire, right? Yeah,
0: billionaire. Yesterday, they they. Uh, his name came out. His name
1: escapes me, but he's he's been linked to this too. Um, yeah. I mean, these are going to be these guys are going to get out. They're rich. They're not going to. Oh yeah. They're, they're, nothing's going to happen to them. Come on. Hey, I've seen a photo
0: yesterday. It cracked me up. The circumstances are are troubling. Everybody knows that R. Kelly has had a history with underage girls. I don't know why it's taking them this long to indict him. Right, and you got the guy from Empire that faked his own.
1: Oh come on! Don't get me started. Did on you this dude. did you
0: see their both of them's uh, photos that they got? You know, in jail where they you know they take your photos. Yeah, like they were standing next to the same brick. They're in the same instit- They're in the same place. And she- oh no, for real? Yes, yeah, so they show both photos side by side, and both. Both of them got the brick where it's got the little piece cut out from, a from where the dentin, where the, from where they took the picture. To the same exact spot.
1: Wow, That's crazy. You know that guy is a moron. Uh, he yeah. used his own checkbook to pay these two dudes, like Charles Barkley, to said. act like white, you know, uh, uh, MAGA yeah. Trump supporters, right? Yeah. Come on man. And they what well, they they got video of him in the elevator together. And you know that that guy has connections to the Democratic Party also. Well, they said it happened
0: he he got the idea because Empire was writing him off.
1: And I See, guess and I, I guess think, he tried
0: to get people to feel sorry for him. You
1: know what? I don't even buy that, dude. I think they look they were trying to say that he wasn't making enough money. I heard he was making – they finally came out and said he was making $100,000 an episode. You know what? I don't I – if you're doing something like
0: acting or whatever, sports, yeah, you're making enough money. I mean, you're doing something you love. Yeah. It's not killer on you. You know what I'm saying? Right. So – um, Well – But anyways, I, like Charles Barkley his, said
1: his – Mom is connected to the Black Panthers, right? I mean, he he's got this act, you know, activism and stuff in it. But I, to fake it, come on, man! He, did you see where Charles Barkley was roasting the guy yeah. and Shack was cracking up about it? He
0: said, "If you're gonna commit a crime, don't write a check, don't use a
1: Yeah, I mean, come on, man! It's, it, it's it's it was politically motivated. I just. You know, yeah. So we'll, we you know, we'll keep it. We'll keep an eye on
0: uh, Kelly Patrick. Uh, hopefully, he don't need bail money down in Florida. Yeah, um, uh, I'm just waiting to see his picture on online or something next to that same brick. No, I'm next just to the same <laughs> brick, the same brick. So uh, hopefully, tune in next week and see if uh, see if our man Kelly shows back up. Kind of worried about him now.
1: Yeah, that's a uh, that's a crazy. You normally don't hear. Well, I don't know. There, there is some some high up people that just seem to be. There's a another Democratic guy that it's now two guys ended up dead in his apartment, and he still isn't arrested. So there's, you know, these guys have money and they can get keep getting out of it somehow. I don't know what's up with that, but but anyway, yeah, what we we need to, to get back, back
0: to the back to back to sports. Um, looking at this, uh, did you watch that Duke Syracuse game last night?
1: I watched some of it, yeah. it's. Uh, I, I didn't get to see who actually was hitting the big shots and filling in for the absence of Zion Williamson. Wait, uh, you had 30. I think 30. Um, R.J. Red, Barrett. Yeah,
0: R.J. Barrett had 30. Reddish didn't play very well. But Alex O'Connell, I think he had five threes yesterday. So he kind of showed. Our oh, career had
1: twenty points. Okay.
0: Yeah. What about What about Jack White? Has started all season, and I don't think he got off the bench yesterday. Huh. I think he's like oh for his last twenty six three. Oh, years. and
1: didn't you say that he burned a red shirt? This is
0: yes. Glad you reminded me of that Joey Baker reclassified to be into being this freshman recruiting class. All right. He wanted a red shirt. I mean, he wasn't going to get very much time. Twenty-seven games into the season, Joey Baker was put on the court yesterday for five minutes, burning his red shirt year. This he played five minutes, and that was it. I think it's disrespectful to the kid. Yeah, you got Zion hurt, but you think Joey Baker, somebody that hasn't played all year, is going to give you that much help? I yeah. mean, it, it may have been he may have went to coach k and said look you know if if you need me because we got a guy down but you don't play a guy like that knowing that zion williamson's
1: coming back yeah it's uh it's not a good look i mean if if it was pushed on the kid i mean that's one thing if he volunteered to burn it that's another but five minutes for burning your red shirt yeah that's and he probably didn't give much right didn't know he played
0: five minutes i think he had two rebounds Um, what would the backlash have been if Calipari, which I don't think it would have been much because Diallo was never staying four years. Right. If Calipari burns Diallo's red shirt in the SEC tournament.
1: Yeah. You would, you would hear some backlash on it. Like why didn't he play the whole year? Why didn't you get him minutes to get him ready? Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a there's a lot of things you can point to, but as we know, Coach K, uh, he definitely has uh, all his yes men. They don't they know they don't ask too many tough questions. The right. media for Coach K, he's yeah. yeah.
0: So we'll see if Joey Baker gets any more playing time this year. He's supposed to be a good shooter, which is what they need because they're very they're subpar from the three point line. Um, so, I've seen the latest bracketology. It's got Kentucky moving up to a one seed. Yes. If they get a one seed, they will be in Louisville. Yes. You start your first two games out in Columbus.
1: And um, if if they play in the Yum Center, obviously you have to see what the draw looks like. I don't care what the draw looks like if they play in the Yum Center. I think Kentucky looks like the hottest team in the nation right now. Mm-hmm. Um. You get um, Reed Travis back, and I can see Kentucky um, blowing some of these early games in the in the tournament. You know, I, I could see them blowing some teams out. Uh, I, 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 like I said, I got them winning it all, and I'm not backing down. That's even after they got spanked by Duke at the first game of the year. Yeah, you know, I mean, uh <laughs> I think if Kentucky was to play Duke again, Kentucky would win. Uh, That's with Zion Williamson back and healthy.
0: I don't – I mean, 34 points is a lot to close on. Say, you know, you're 34 points better than you were earlier in the year, which I think they are.
1: And P.J. Washington's a different player than he was at that first game also.
0: I think Kentucky got down by 14 or 15 points and panicked and went away from what they – went away from what they were doing because they was up early and then once the floodgates opened and I think Duke hit 12 or 13 threes and it was over a Duke team that hits 12 or 13 team 12 or 13 points is a Duke team that I don't think could be beat Oh,
1: thirteen threes, 13 yeah, threes yeah 13 threes yeah points. um but have they done that very often
0: three times that I know of twice that I know of they did it Kentucky, they okay. did against Kentucky,
1: uh, okay. Did you see there was some stats that came out that said that no team since like 1950 has won a national championship shooting that low of a three-point percentage. So uh, Duke has not. Uh, they're one of the worst three-point shooting teams to be a contender. Yes. And what was the other one? Um, I'd say 86. Because three-pointer
0: came into account in 86 in college. Or okay, that –
1: yeah, okay. The other one must have been the um, – I believe it was the rebounds. I'm going to have to look yeah. that back up. There was a uh, – but, but in two categories, they have very bad stats in that – Nobody's won a championship with those Let's see. You've averages. got – I
0: think Zion shoots 27% from three. I think uh, – what's his name? Uh, Trey – not Trey. Yeah, Trey uh, – their point guard.
1: Yeah, it's uh, Trey Jones. Yeah. Tyler Tra- Jones.
0: I don't know. It Trey was, Jones. Yeah, Trey Jones. He. Uh, he shoots 26% from three-point line. Cam Reddish I think shoots – Thirty-four, and R.J. Barrett shoots thirty-one. So yeah, they're not—it's they're not a great three-point shooting team at all. So, but, but yeah, I, but I'm also I'm also a team that knows you can't win a championship only relying on three pointers.
1: Right, uh, Kentucky's, you know, getting better at their threes as the season goes on. I know blue. Uh, had a big complaint about Kentucky uh and Calipari not recruiting three point shooters uh Ashton Hagans hit two last night uh PJ Washington hit five i believe um, i I know um, Hero
0: hit a couple Hero
1: I think hit two or three he uh, hit
0: the one at the he hit the one at almost the,
1: the halftime he hit the one on, uh, in the corner it was I mean it was the you know the one thing about this team uh it really shocks me. If you look at it, I was expecting a lot more this season out of Kelton Johnson than he's given. And, look, we're, uh, you know, Kentucky is still um, performing at the rate they are right now with Kelton Johnson not really playing at the top of his game. Yeah,
0: he had 17 rebounds yesterday. Um but they're sharing the ball so well.
1: 17 rebounds.
0: Yeah, yeah, 17 rebounds. And Cal said he told on himself, he said, he better not go out next game get three. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he had What, do you rebounds. have, like, nine points or eight? I think he had eight points, 17 rebounds, I think five assists. So, I mean, it's a great all-around game. Oh, yeah. And, and like, no, Kentucky's they share the ball. You know, each game somebody can go off. I mean, PJ's had twenty eight out of the last ten games. Um, I think two or three of the last two out of the last three games i think tyler heroes had 18 or better yeah so they're sharing i mean Hagen's had what did he have yesterday uh 14 he had 14 he had uh two three pointers
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then i think one or two other times his foot was like a centimeter on the line
1: yeah uh he looked really good uh, quickly also had a pretty good game he had yeah. like six points uh so, you know, they're uh definitely And that's what you need out of him. He's 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 a backup point guard. You don't need him to go out and
0: score fifteen points.
1: Right. And how many of these guys do you think we're gonna have uh coming back next year?
0: Well, I read a uh post I think by Rick Bozick who's talked to NBA guys and he said Hagen's offensively can't go to the league right now. Right. So and they said Tyler Hero needs to get stronger. And he said, "the the guys that he talked to said both of them would greatly benefit from be- having another li- a year at Kentucky."
1: So you think we're only going to lose Reed, Travis, P.J. Washington, Keldon, Keldon Johnson? This- if that's the case with who they have coming in next year, I could see them running a back to back years of possible Final Fours. I think
0: they did. hate they interviewed Hagen's on CBS yesterday. The guy wants to go to the league so bad. That's why he reclassified. He said, I'm trying to think what his exact quotes were. He said, I'm just doing everything I can right now to get to the league.
1: Well, you know what? If he plays like he did yesterday. Then he can go. The rest of the year, he will get drafted in the first round. Um, that Ural step he did yesterday. Was oh, he nasty. Look, he's one of the best guards in the country. He's just got to get consistent. Yep. Uh, he's starting to hit his outside shot. Mm-hmm. Very good uh, at distributing the ball and uh, handling the ball. He's excellent on the ball defender. Uh, so I could definitely see him. Uh, he will be drafted, and I, I don't know if it'll be this year or uh, next year. If he
0: hits, if he hits them outside shots like he has the last. Two games, then that guard can't back off of him and clog the middle, right? And it opens
1: so much more stuff up. So, um, speaking of players for next year, mm-hmm. let's let's talk about a little uh, this recruiting. Uh, you got some notes on that? Yeah, we've got. Uh,
0: there's two guys, Kentucky's. I mean, they're trying to get. There's a there's a guy from the nether the Netherlands. They're looking at right now. I can't pronounce his name, "Save my life. But um, we'll go to the two that they're trying to get right now. Keon Brooks Jr. In my opinion, the guy is looking for a reason to go to Indiana. That's where he's from. His final list are Indiana, Kentucky, Michigan State, North Carolina. I think Purdue, maybe. Yeah but, sure, but have you
1: heard of the inner turmoil that's going on in Bloomington right now? And it,
0: and it's not good. I mean, he's seeing how poorly Romeo Langford being used.
1: Yeah, um I heard it's a lot more than just on the court stuff. I think um who knows what's going on behind the scenes, but I've heard he's lost this team. Yeah. Um it, you know, and they're they're actually looking really bad at doing it. When you get Romeo Langford on your team, and uh, what is he averaging? Is he even averaging double? Yeah, I think he's averaging fifteen points a game. Yeah, but, that, but two he, times I've seen him the last couple of weeks, uh, he may have had twelve points one game, and he disappears. Yeah, I mean they. They kind of put him in a corner. Uh, they really don't run anything for him. And what kind of selling point, other than staying at home, does Indiana – I mean, come on, you, you go a little bit further, you go to Kentucky, you're going to get uh, – obviously the fans are going to – the best fan support. You're going to have uh, – get ready for the NBA. Uh, yeah, you can go to the NBA from any team, but – at Indiana, if you're gonna be really good, they all these teams will key on you. You're not gonna have another guy to take some of that pressure off of. Yeah, he's averaging
0: seventeen points, five point three rebound uh,
1: seventeen?
0: Yeah, five point three rebounds game. Yeah. Um I think I think the concern about Keon Brooks Jr. is he's really good friends with uh Trace Jackson Davis, a guy that's signed with Indiana last year or coming up next year. I mean okay. they're like really good friends. Um, but I think if 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 he sets his announcement within the next week or two, I think he's going to Kentucky. Kentucky leads the crystal ball project projections from all the recruit analysts on him right now. they went from having a four percent chance of getting him now it's almost up to fifty. They're leading that but it, the longer it the longer it waits is the more time he's given Indiana to show to him why he, why he should go there. Right, but I also wouldn't count out North Carolina. They said he fell in love with his visit, but I think if he if he was a pick tomorrow, I'd say Kentucky.
1: Okay, so what's the next guy? The next
0: one is Isaiah Todd. He's a 2020 guy, but he's looking into reclassifying. Um, Six ten. They say he's 195, but I think they I think supposedly he's up to 215 now. Uh, the guy blocks everything. Um,
1: so, what's he, uh,
0: like, rated? He's the number two power forward in the country for the 2020 class. Okay. Uh, if he reclassifies, he'll probably be top 15. Um, he was waiting on the Kentucky offer.
1: So, it sounds like if Kentucky wants him, they've got him. Yeah, they they went and they offered him uh, last week. So, he would – this guy would possibly be filling um, Reed Travis', Reed Travis spot.
0: Reed uh, Travis. P.J. Washington,
1: yeah. Because Plus, they already have um, E.J. Montgomery. Well, I talking about for
0: next Khalil Whitney.
1: Khalil Whitney, he's very.
0: He'll be. He'll good. be. I think he'll be a three because he's six six and and he's a freak athlete. Um, I think Isaiah Todd can be a power forward. He can be a. He can what be about a five?
1: Matthew Hurt. Duke is picking up most of the steam right now. Is that because he's a white guy?
0: Um, it could be, uh, <laughs> No. I i realistically, when I look at him, I see Kyle Wilcher. Um, but that's my own thing. I think if he next year, he's either going to be at Kansas or he's going to be at Duke. He's not going to be at Kentucky. Okay. Uh, you know, he did his official visit to Kentucky and you haven't heard nothing since. I think Cal, I don't even know if Cal's even went and seen him again. Hmm. Sometimes you get the vibes. Um, yeah. But Isaiah
1: Todd, he's he's yet to visit Kentucky, but I mean, is uh, uh, Dante Allen gonna play it all next year?
0: He should be healthy, but I, I don't think he'll be healthy the first semester. So I, I think he should redshirt because I don't know if they'll need him next year because they'll have you know I think they'll get most if, of these if back. Her-
1: Hero comes back quickly and Haggins. and Maxie and you got Maxie come on man yeah, so I don't know and Tyreek's Maxie you think he'll be the star of the team next year you got year? Jamal Baker he'll be back and I think you know he's a freshman I think he'll be better who would be the best player off of that roster if you you know next year
0: I'm a big I'm a big Khalil Whitney fan I mean I think he's really good
1: um Tyrese Maxey kind of reminds me of De'Aaron Fox a he's, little bit. He's a different
0: uh, – he's bigger than De'Aaron Fox. I think he's more of a uh, – his body type, though. I mean, he's more. he's got the Archie Goodwin body type, but he's a much better ball player than and He's more
1: athletic than Archie Goodwin, right?
0: I don't know. Archie Goodwin's kind of a freak athlete in high school. He didn't – he wasn't – I don't guess he was that great in the one year he was at Kentucky. Um, cause he couldn't shoot the ball really. Yeah. But I don't know. Um, but if, if I had a guess, I'd say they get Isaiah Todd and, uh, you never know about Keon Brooks Jr. Because he visited last week for the Tennessee game. He fell in love with his visit. There's rumors he's going to make another visit to Kentucky.
1: Then they're going to see he, talk about But he, he canceled it. a visit to
0: Michigan State. I think. Yeah, but I I think that that was more of timing as far as like the Kentucky game wasn't over until ten thirty. Right. And Michigan played at one o'clock the next day. That's a that's a quick turnaround. The weather was bad. I wouldn't read into that unless you know, they said they're gonna reschedule the visit. Right. But I just think that's so quick of a turnaround to go from Lexington to
1: Michigan to, you know, Michigan when you're driving. Right. Yeah, it's uh you know, I I don't see the attraction to Indiana other than he might have a friend going there. Yeah. Uh, if you're looking, you've got to treat this as a business decision yeah. uh, is the way I see it. And uh, if the kid wants to go there just to play with his buddy, more power to him. But, uh, you know, it, the more bang for your – you know, the, you're going to get more out of it going to Kentucky. Obviously, I'm biased. Yeah, but. but
0: if you if you, I mean, I agree. I mean, I think I think he he'd work well at Kentucky. I just think he's, I think he's hesitant because Kentucky has Keon. You know, they they have uh, Khalil Whitney coming in. They're still going to have EJ Montgomery. They're still going to have um, Nick Richards. Nick Richards. I mean. I mean, they got Tyrese Maxey. They they're going to be loaded at that position. So I, I'm wondering if he's worried about his playing time. And a lot of these guys that are one and done, they kind of want to play with their buddies.
1: Right. They're only going to be there one year. That's right. But um, so Kentucky coming up. Who uh, who do we have
0: next? They got they got Arkansas next. I think Tuesday night at nine. Kentucky's next two games on Tuesday are nine o'clock games which make it rough for the morning work schedule. But uh, Arkansas is just bad.
1: Then they go to Tennessee Saturday. Saturday. See, that should almost be another college game day. (laughs) I'm hoping it isn't. It seems like we've already had two, right? (laughs) We've had
0: two, but it's going to be at Tennessee.
1: Um, You don't want to give them any extra. Yeah,
0: no doubt. But I think Kentucky – matches up so well with Tennessee,
1: yeah, uh, I just want to see um uh, Reed Travis come back uh and dominate the same way we did now I don't know, I just um I think they could do it even without Reed Travis, if you actually look at who was doing it p j watt well. Reed Travis was dominating uh, defensively down low in in that game. But P.J. Washington held his own, uh, more than held his own. So that'll be tough. Then you've got uh, Ole Miss, I believe, after that. And then they end the regular season at home to Florida. Yeah, and Kentucky's actually going to have a senior this year. Johnny David. Oh, Johnny, David's a senior. Okay.
0: But I think um, Reed Reed's dad came out yesterday and said he's targeting senior day for his comeback. Oh, man. Because he's, you know, they showed video of him yesterday during a shoot-around. He's not he's he's not getting around great. I mean, he's got it's kind of a limp to him. I don't know if that's because of the brace or – but, he, you know, he's he's not on crutches or anything, so – I don't know. I'd, I'd say get him back, let him play one game before the SEC tournament starts. Because, you know, being out two weeks, you got to get your wind up.
1: Do you think the selection committee gives, um, you know, any uh, credit to these star players being out for a few weeks, like Zion and uh, Reed Travis?
0: Yes, because they said they did they they will not penalize a team for losing a star player that they're going to get back. Right. Kentucky didn't make the tournament in 2013 because Nerlens Noel wasn't coming back. That's right. So they've seen the team before Nerlens and they've seen the team after Nerlens. The they they definitely Orleans,
1: didn't deserve to go. No.
0: So if you're going to get that guy if you're going to get that guy back then yes, uh they will kind of reward you a little bit. We'll take a break, and uh, we'll be back. Give us a call back at the Louisville Combat Academy, Academy Buzz Line, 384-1450. We'll be right back. Baby. Let me tell you, baby. Welcome back to the Weekend Sports Buzz. As we finish up this Sunday, February 24th for you, Chris, I'm just sitting here looking at this bracketwag.com. Okay. Um, they have Kentucky as a one seed, but not in Louisville.
1: Oh, man. Where they do got they them
0: in Kansas City in the Midwest.
1: Who do they have playing in the um?
0: um? Let's see. First of all, let's go through Kentucky's. They're the one seed playing Bucknell, a team that hits a million three-pointers as the sixteen seed. Um And then you then you and then if you win that game you got the winner of the Syracuse Oklahoma game. Wow. That's pretty tough games to start out. They've got Murray State on that side of the bracket. Wow. Uh, that's
1: another one. John Morant, right? Yeah. They got North Carolina as the two seed
0: in that bracket.
1: That would be a tough one. I don't like that. Mm, it's not bad. All it's, right, let's
0: see who who they have in the south, the one seed being Virginia. And the, so they gave Virginia the Yum Center. They gave Virginia the Yum Center, and they gave Tennessee the two-seed That
1: That's kind of tough. because, Well, uh, just a week ago, Tennessee was on that one line. Yep. yep. And uh, we've now got Gonzaga, I believe, uh, that moved up to the one line. Is that right? Yeah, Duke and Duke. So uh, do you see uh, what – Seed, they have Louisville on there.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to look for them right now. Of course, they can't be in the south. Um, It looks like they're going... I don't even see them in here. Must be some... Yeah. I'm not seeing them in here right now, but... uh.
1: So, they've got Duke... Who's Duke's number uh, two seed?
0: Oh, they got Louisville. They do have Louisville in the south. They've got them playing in Jacksonville against VCU, with their second round matchup being Tennessee.
1: So what? What's their seed? Seven. Okay. They're steadily falling. I mean, I mean, I knew they would. They were. There was talks of a four seed, a three, three seed. seed, yeah. They
0: was, uh, which I knew they wouldn't get that because they they hadn't hit their their the meat of their schedule yet. Yeah, they've got
1: some quality wins. Uh, Louisville. They beat Michigan State. Yep. And they beat North Carolina. And that's it. And but and they got beat. They got some bad losses. They they got beat by Indiana,
0: Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's won two games, I think, in the ACC. Kentucky's got one bad loss. Seton Hall. Seton Hall kill them. They got beat by St. John's
1: And yesterday. Kentucky has a lot of good wins. They've they got did. Kansas. North Carolina. Tennessee, Louisville, North Carolina, Mississippi State. At one time, Auburn was up there. Florida, yeah. Well, got- here, here's the standings right now. W-
0: wins over Ken Palm top 25 teams. Kentucky has eight.
1: Wow.
0: Virginia has – Kentucky's got more than anybody in the country. Virginia's got seven. Duke's got seven. See, that
1: should put Kentucky as at least the number two one seed. In my opinion, uh, if you want to give Duke the number one, that's fine.
0: Gonzaga has one,
1: and that's Duke. I don't think they – Gonzaga has got to be the last number one seed.
0: Gonzaga is will be the one seed and they'll be out west because they want to keep all them guys out west entertained.
1: Yeah, they need somebody, a team in the West bracket to yeah. yeah. It it's I would not wanna play uh Gonzaga in California? No. Yeah. Um but I see them getting knocked out before the final four. Easy. I I could see them. Losing in the second round, actually. Yep. Yeah. So, um, it's so, going to be a fun uh, bracket this year, uh, a fun uh, tournament, I should say. Um, uh, if you actually were to take Zion Williamson and Reed Travis, say they weren't going to play the rest of the year, it would open up this tournament mm-hmm. greatly. Yep. because um, you can't you can't trust Virginia. Right. Tennessee uh, don't have the lineage or. They haven't ever made it to a Final Four. Right. Even though they're a strong team this year. Yeah. Uh, you've got um, – Mich- I still think Michigan's pretty deadly. Um, they are,
0: but they don't guard anybody.
1: They put up a lot of points. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charles Matthews, they that's got- one player I wish hadn't transferred. But, yeah,
0: uh, I don't know. Think Seeing the guys that he brought in, I think he's a decent – college player i think he would have helped him last year i just don't know if he would have played very much this year right but then again if you still have him you may not get somebody like Keldon johnson or something like that
1: right i like him i thought he
0: was i I thought he was impatient they got
1: a good team though that has um they have experience in last year's tournament uh you know, actually, couple of the uh, they've got a couple veterans on that team that actually has won quite a few big-time games in the tournament. Uh, Michigan State, uh, I don't think they are considered a top team. I think they're actually overvalued. Um, well, they got their two best players out. They got Nick
0: Ward, and you got the, uh, the other guy. He's been out most of the year, though. He got hurt. So – now they have Cassius Winston,
1: and that's about it. Yeah, um, I they, could see them getting knocked off very early. Is there any sleeper teams out there? Houston. Houston looks like they're pretty tough. They're yeah,
0: twenty six and one. I mean, granted, they play their conference isn't great, but they play against Memphis, Cincinnati, um, teams like that. Uh, they're number nine in the country. Game day is going to be there next week.
1: Where? Houston, that's yeah, right.
0: Houston and
1: uh, UCF. Uh, what do you think about Penny Hardaway saying that people were jealous of him and then they go on that big losing streak?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people get jealous Penny, of him. Penny,
1: he is very egotistical. Yep. Uh, yeah, just because you can recruit don't mean you're going to win games, and that's obvious. Uh, I think right after he said that, uh, I think they went on a two or three-game losing streak. So. I
0: think he's. I think people like playing for him because he's he's laid back. I've yet to see him lose his temper.
1: He still has um, tennis shoes that sell a lot. He's yeah. very and he's uh, young. He still has a fan base. Actually, mm-hmm.
0: he's big in the AAU scene because he coached AAU for years. Will James Wiseman be a bust? No, he's too good yeah he'll be he'll be one and done he's a really good player um you know you don't hear much out of him anymore now that his recruitment is over i mean when's the last time you heard his name
1: right that's that's while. what's gonna happen yeah he he'll he'll make a uh his hometown fans happy though yeah. that they kept you know yeah. kept him in town but uh
0: so let's let's go over the schedule for the next week it looks like let's go over Lowell's schedule they're nine and six. In the ACC, 18-10 and overall. You know, they've lost five games, I think, at home this year. Louisville's lost five at home? Well, they've lost four games. They lost to Kentucky, huh? They lost to Kentucky, North Carolina, Virginia. Um, Syracuse? No. No, that wasn't. Yeah, it was a road game. But anyway, they've got – They've got Boston College coming up Wednesday at Boston College, which Boston College is not good. Then they've got a thirteen and fourteen Notre Dame team coming into the Yum Center. They should beat them by thirty. They should beat both of those. And then they got they finish out on the road at Virginia. And that will be another thumping. Yes. Um So they'll they'll end up what, twenty and eleven? Depending on – yeah, they'll be 20 and 11. They're finish. 10. They... They're 18 and 10 right now. Yeah. So, they'll they'll win the next two games, finish 20 and 11 on the season. People saying that Chris Mack is the ACC coach of the year. He's not. I mean, I think he's done pretty well with this team. Um, but they won the games that they were supposed to win. Well, no, none of he didn't. They got two good wins, Michigan State and North Carolina. But I don't think he's done enough. To warrant the ACC coach of the year.
1: Um, they were on – he was on track to get it. I, I still say he's one of the top two or three uh, coaches that will have the ability to win it. I think it will probably be the Virginia coach getting it again. Yeah. Um, But – I mean, you can give it to
0: Buzz Williams. He lost three guys, three starters last year, and they're 21-6. and six. Yeah. in
1: their fourth place in the, you know. What do you think about Kansas finally not going to win the uh, Big 12? Yeah, they got a big game tomorrow uh,
0: against Kansas State. If Kansas State wins that game, I mean, it's at Allen Fieldhouse. If they win that game, they pretty much eliminate Kansas. Kansas has got some injuries. LeGerald right. Vick quit the team about two weeks ago. Right. Uh, you got Isabuki, he got Hurt. So they, they wasn't,
1: yeah. And then you got the Silva thing. He said yeah, he, he was not to center. yet,
0: But still, you can't lose to 30 by Texas Tech.
1: Right. But, you know, if they would have had all the pieces that they we thought they them. were going to have, they would have been in that same category oh, as yeah, Kentucky they, and Duke.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. They just, you know, they just their luck ran out this year. Um, from what everybody's saying – Bill Self is really worried about this trial coming up in April because they've got supposedly got his assistant coaches.
1: Yeah, and I Theo heard he's not that. actually recruiting very well right now for this he's upcoming not, year.
0: I mean, they've got Matthew Hurt looking. You know, I think they've only got one commit for next year, I believe. But yeah. uh, let's see, Kentucky's got Kentucky's got Arkansas coming up Tuesday. They should put that game away early. Um, and then they go to Tennessee, which is going to be. I had them at the beginning of the year to lose in that game. Um I don't think I think that be that should be the only game they'd lose in the regular season. So they're twenty three and four now. If they went through the next four, they'll be twenty six and five. You can't ask for anything better than that. From where they were in December, when everybody was like, Oh my gosh, you cows lost it, he can't recruit. I mean and I
1: think they Kentucky, don't play no
0: defense. And people fail to realize, we talked about earlier in the show, I mean, earlier this season on the show. Kentucky, usually, their defense don't come around until January, February.
1: Oh, they're, they're hitting year. on all cylinders, though, right now. You know, and, um, you know, the thing is, um, they are coming together. A lot of the players are uh, where we expect them to be at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um I can see Kentucky actually going into uh, Knoxville and beating Tennessee. Um, I think Kentucky has the formula to beat them. They have the players, and um, I, I think they can pull it off. If Kentucky wins this Tennessee game, that's going to give them the number one seed mm-hmm. in the UM center. And uh, Calipari knows this. Uh, The team knows this. Uh, What do you think – there's another thing about – I wanted to ask you. uh, Do you know about this where they are – the committee is looking at uh, wins that are greater than 10 points, uh, that they are weighing them higher. So, if you're going to – you see these coaches that are trying to just stop this – getting scored on past 10 points. I don't know if you've seen that, but it definitely weighs in your selection now. Not just by losing, but if you lose big now, um it it, it goes weighted. against you.
0: Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Uh teams have bad shooting nights, matchups are bad. I I don't know if I like that, but you It's never, sort of it, like yeah. how they do it in football, right? Yeah, but you never know about the NCAA. Yeah. I mean, they change their what they're looking at every week. Um Let's talk about Indiana for a minute. Is Archie Miller on the hot seat? Yes. Or would
1: you give him another year? He is squarely on the hot seat. Yeah. And you know he is because he sweats all the time. The yeah, dude does, is a sweaty mess. Yeah. You
0: know, <laughs> I don't know if they can afford to put him on the hot seat. They can't afford to give him, They owe him. thirty. They gave him a guarantee
1: on his whole contract.
0: So they owe but, him 20, <laughs> $24 million if they let him go.
1: But – is he putting fans in the seats? That's yeah. that's what's going to drive the – Look, they're, I'm not saying they're going to get rid of him after this year, yeah. but look how all the fans were excited and pointing toward this year because you had Romeo Lankford. Uh, you had a solid cast of guys with him, and they are sitting right now with a losing record yeah, 13, on the season.
0: 14. And they got – Wisconsin coming up, and then they've got Michigan
1: State at Illinois. I just don't – I don't know if they're going – They might not win another game.
0: I think they'll beat Wisconsin at home, but they're not going to have a winning record. They'll end up 14-16, and 14-17, I believe.
1: And they have missed the tournament. Louisville – I'm sorry, Indiana has missed the tournament. Um what was it? nine out of the last eleven seasons, or something like that. It's something crazy, um, which is amazing. I mean, you remember when Tom Crean was there? They they hung the the banner for the Sweet Sixteen, right? Or yeah. something like that. Yeah. You know that.
0: Well, they cut the nets down
1: after, after a loss. After they lost. Yeah. After <laughs> how do you cut the nets down after you get spanked? Dude, know. that is like a He's like, well, funeral – pers- He was like, well, we already had it planned.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, That's sad, man. I mean, Archie – I mean, I'm looking at his record here at Dayton. 20 and 13, 17 and 14, 26 and 11. I mean, his they last, jumped the gun on him. They, yeah, his last three years he had 27 and 9, 25 and 8, 24 and 8. And, I mean, it's decent, but it's, de- it's decent for, for Dayton.
1: Yeah, he's definitely not he's um, 13
0: and 22 in the Big Ten since he's been a coach.
1: Yeah. In Indiana. He's, uh, I think he's in over his head, man. I think the guy jumped at too fast to a uh, one time elite program. Yeah, they, they will never uh, regain that again.
0: Well, <laughs> I, you know, I listen to sports radio during the week a lot. Um, Dan Dockage said that Fred Glass called him and said, Who do you think we should hire? And he said he said two times the previous two coaches he said, Go after Steve Offord. I think Steve Alford is a great recruiter, decent coach. Um I don't know, you know, what kind of person he is or whatever. But they never even Indiana is like a blue blood. They shouldn't have to settle for a mid major coach.
1: Well, I mean, you look at the guys they've had since Bob Knight's been there. You had Mike Davis, uh, who was – he had a – the one good year they went to the national championship 2002. game. 2002. Um, He's now at Detroit, coaching at Detroit College. That's right. That's the last good year Indiana's had was that Mike Davis year. Uh, even the last few years of Bob Knight weren't hot, no. Right. Then they had
0: uh, Kelvin Sampson, which got him on probation. He was only there, what, two years? Yeah, which, why you hire a guy that was under NCAA investigation in Oklahoma, and you take a chance in hiring, you deserve to get burned.
1: Yeah. And to me, though, his, uh, what he done to break the rules, it was really stupid. It is. Just texting, you and know. Calling people. That's something that's legal now. Yeah. So, you yeah. know uh it sounded like they just had it out for that guy anyway but and then after you had uh him, then you had Tom Crean yep, nobody has made a nobody has
0: made their career off one player more than Tom Crean
1: with dwayne Wade that's right, and the one play the last second shot against the national championship wildcats that they made like a cereal box with <laughs> yeah. it on it and everything man yeah. right yep. Yeah. Uh, they yeah. But uh,
0: but I I say you give Archie another year. If if it don't turn around next year,
1: I mean it's almost like you got to cut your ties. They are in this repetitive Groundhog Day yeah. type. They cannot get out of this funk, yeah. Indiana. I just don't see them doing it. But uh, I think they've got two seniors on the team.
0: They've got Evan Fitzner and they've got Juwan Morgan. Of course, Romeo Langford's not coming back. Um, so they've got pieces. I just don't know how good the pieces are.
1: How beloved will Romeo Langford be with the one season that's a losing season for Indiana? Yeah. Well, I mean, will he really be beloved? See, so staying home only works when you're winning right for these players that want to stay home like if keon brooks picks them again you're going to have another year just like this one Mm -hmm.
0: and people are starting to kind of not 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 their players or their coaches are starting to see they've got a problem with romeo being out of the locker room three minutes after the game and the fans with his mom and dad laughing and cutting it up after a, a big loss
1: uh, they they know they're getting paid no so, matter what, right? So they
0: just they just say that it don't look like he's – he don't care if he's losing or not as long as he gets to go after his one year. Yeah. I think he's a good player. I don't think they run anything for him. I think he's being used wrong. He, they leave him on the wing. They don't really run anything for him. Um, I just don't think Archie Miller knows how to use guys like that.
1: He don't look like he's a very good – coach tactically uh i don't know he's not utilizing his players properly i obviously romeo, romeo Langford should be used a different way than he is right now uh yeah he's still scoring points uh he's getting his numbers he's gonna get drafted but it come on man he's not really building a brand he's not uh he would have been
0: perfect on this year's louisville team
1: that's right because I think so too. You get Christian
0: Cunningham at the at the one. You put Romeo at the two, even though he's not a great shooter. He's a he's a slasher, driver, and you wouldn't have to start Quan four, right? And you move you move Nora down to the three, where where he has matchup uh, uh, matchup nightmares for everybody that's guarding him,
1: right? It's um, nice. but uh, so we've got some uh, conference championships coming up in the next uh, week and a half or so. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see uh, who the first opponents Kentucky and Louisville play. Uh, yeah,
0: I think Gonzaga's got two games left, which means their conference tournament starts a week earlier than everybody else. So, okay. Yeah, uh, it's coming down to closing time, and I look forward to it. it's my favorite time of the season.
1: Absolutely, uh, I love. We're going. We're going to have to all fill out some brackets and see who's the the uh, comes out on top on this. Bracket uh, pull. We'll have to do. You but, got some. Uh, you got a good game on today. You got Michigan. Michigan State today. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Big Ten, uh,
0: not very exciting weird, style. Weird scheduling. Yeah, they play on Friday and Sundays.
1: But uh, should be a good game. That's an in-state rivalry there. But yeah.
0: um, but other than that, I don't know what else is on the TV today. But. Um, Once again, I appreciate everyone listening to us today. Uh, Hopefully Kelly makes it back safely from uh, his trip to Florida with Robert Kraft. (laughs) And uh, we'll see everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the Weekend Sports Bucks. See you next week.